0: um yeah i'm ready let's talk are we going we're go Woo-hoo. okay um so i want to start off today with a little game are you ready yeah now this is you haven't seen these answers <laughs> no. so it's gonna be really good i can't wait okay to hear what you have to say all right okay. so we're gonna play a little game of fuck Mary kill are you ready i'm ready all right now fuck Mary kill Hannibal Lecter from Silence of the Lambs. Okay. Jack Torrance from The Shining. Okay. Or Norman Bates from Psycho.
1: Oh. Okay. This is good. Okay. First, mm-hmm. do you remember the kind of moth with the skull? Yeah. What was it called? Do you remember what it's called?
0: I don't know. Oh
1: man, I've been trying to think of that for a full day, and I refused to Google it. But I was going to ask you, so I guess that's still no, cheating. No, I don't
0: know. Like the the
1: species of moth? Yeah. They say it on the movie. Oh, because it has like a C- little skull C- pattern on its back.
0: Cicada? No,
1: you're just trying to sound scientific. I, it like it had like a street name. Oh, um, <laughs> not a
0: street name. I don't name. know.
1: Lil Marco. Lil moth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Lil Mothball? I don't little, know. Lil little, little fuzzy.
1: Um, okay. So I would kill. Oh my gosh, this is really, really hard. I would probably marry. Wait, they're all either like where they're all where they end up in the movie, right?
0: Yeah, they eventually they. You have to fuck, marry, kill who they are like, at, the, at the end, at the of, end, of, the end movie. of the movie. Yes. Okay,
1: I would marry Hannibal Lecter because it'd be kind of cool. Okay, <laughs> wait, is he out in the last last one?
0: Isn't there two? Well, he he's like on that payphone and he's like in Panama where. Or yeah, he's wearing a Is there a second, second Han- one though? There's a lot of them, I think. Well, isn't I don't know. Let's just go from the first one. Let's just go. I
1: would marry him. Okay. It'd be kind of exciting because I'd just be constantly looking for him. Yeah. It'd be very scary. Okay. I would kiss Psycho because okay. maybe that's all he needs.
0: Well, no, you. No, it's not. No, it's the R version. It's fuck, marry, kill. Not kiss, marry, oh, kill. Nice try.
1: Fuck Norman Bates because maybe that's all he needs. Maybe. And so I would kill... Well, what if
0: he had you dress up like his mom?
1: A little role play? That's cool. Okay. I'm into it. Okay.
0: (laughs) Grandma, grandma,
1: role playing. (laughs) Yes. I come out with a tray of cookies.
0: (laughs) And then I would... Jack Torrance from The Shining. I would... I guess I'd kill Jack Torrance. All right. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Just because every time I watch that now and I see him at the end, like, freezing, it makes me laugh. So I'm not really scared of that (laughs) movie anymore. When he's in the snow shivering.
0: I mean... Yeah, he doesn't look scary there, but he does look really scary when he's trying to break into the bathroom with an axe. I
1: think it just makes me mad that he's trying to kill his wife and kid.
0: I don't really understand why he's trying to kill them. Is the hotel making him? Try yes, to kill him? he's just crazy. Okay, interesting. All right, we'll do it. What one... about you? No, no, no. This was what? your next episode. <laughs> you don't have to answer? You... No, next episode, we'll do something different with me. I mean, Fine. I can tell you if Fine. you want.
1: After I fuck Norman Bates, I'll just hook you guys up. Now you're married. Okay.
0: I think. Okay, I'll do it. I can't do help it. myself. Do it. Okay. So I think I would fuck Hannibal because I think it'd be a fucking like, wild ass ride. Definitely. Um. And well, I don't know. Would it? Would he just be like <laughs> the whole time? <laughs> what if he ate your? <gasps> <gasps> That's a whole new meaning. Too. Are we? Can
1: we go one episode without saying it? Without I, saying
0: pussy. Let's do. Oh no. <laughs> no. We cannot. I'll bleep it. It's impossible. Okay. I'll bleep um, it. No, actually, I think I'm going to go with Mary Hannibal Lecter. I think I would fuck Jack because um, I think that would be wild. I mean, maybe it would end up like an orgy with all the ghosts in the hotel. Or he it'd just be wild and crazy. I don't know. I think there'd be like some hair pulling and spanking involved. Definitely. Um, and then I think I would marry Norman Bates. No,
1: you already said you'd marry Hannibal
0: Lecter, didn't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would marry Hannibal Lecter. Uh, would I kill Norman Bates? I mean, he kind of probably needs it.
1: They all need it, so you can't feel bad about killing him I just them. feel like I wouldn't
0: want to marry Norman Bates. He seems a little needy.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't want to marry him. You'd have to live with his mom's skeleton. Yeah,
0: he seems needy and kind it's of high-strung. Like it's bad enough
1: to live with your in-laws without one of them actually being dead and your husband dressed up as them. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no. I think I would kill Norman Bates, marry Hannibal, and I would fuck Jack Torrance for sure.
1: So basically, Hannibal Lecter is our—is he
0: our marriage material? Is he our marriage
1: material? What does
0: that say about us? He's so smart. He's very smart. I mean, I guess if you just like sliced off a piece every night of your own, yeah, butt cheek, or maybe would we become like this, like you know, power couple? Power couple like
1: have a, a cooking channel on youtube
0: yes that could be it yes i don't know okay all right well that was fun that was good that was I really like fun those choices.
1: are you ready to start yeah i'm are ready. You ready to introduce ourselves yes <laughs> hi
0: i'm tiffany i'm cassie and this is happy hour gets, gets weird. weird um are you the weirdo that ruins happy hour talking about your cult or even for the your satanic (laughs) cult well you have found the podcast for you here we are and we will be your tour guides for today's creepy episode this is our kind of like our halloween i wouldn't say it's a halloween series i would say it's more spooky themed for the month of October. Definitely. Wouldn't you? I think that we're getting a little spookier for the
1: season. Um, On this podcast, we're going to talk about all the weird things that people love to talk about or maybe don't love to talk about. Maybe that's just us. But if you don't love to
0: talk about it, you don't have to listen. That's true. You probably... But if you have that weird friend that's like, "Mm, tell them about us. Happy Hour gets weird. We can be found on Google Podcasts. That's very exciting. Spotify
1: kind of scary anchor um that's the scariest part of this whole episode is how many podcasts streaming services we're on
0: i know it's kind of wild they let us stream into the world um and also they will just give anybody a podcast these days (laughs) seriously
1: (laughs) first let's get into our drinks. drinks
0: okay okay
1: so every episode we're going to have a different drink that we highlight um today we are drinking a what was it called
0: rosemary's lemonade and why is it named rosemary's lemonade
1: because today we are talking about the curse of rosemary's baby the movie
0: 1968 version was it
1: 1968
0: yes yeah all right they did
1: redo it though it was like a mini series but i don't think it i'm not a fan
0: i think it was on hulu maybe or no abc it was on ABC. You know Okay, it's if it's Z- on
1: ABC, how good could it possibly be? You know who be, played Rosemary
0: is Zoe Zaldana. Yeah,
1: I do like her actually. Um,
0: I do too. I don't think I was interested in watching that series.
1: I didn't watch the series, but the reviews were not great. I just yeah. think it's hard on regular television to ha- have these kinds of shows really be good. Well,
0: it's also such an iconic movie. Yeah,
1: why I you even do- try to redo it? And they did like it?
0: an adapted version, I think, a couple years ago, maybe a movie. Um. But I didn't catch that either. I don't really.
1: They've put out a sequel a long time ago too, like right after the movie came out.
0: Yeah, I don't really fuck around with with double shit. So if it if it's that you really had to twist my arm, <laughs> were you really scared? Yes, yes. Anyways, so, um, I digress. In the drink today, I really am a fan. I like it. So okay. it is um, a rosemary blackberry simple syrup that you made mm-hmm. vodka and san pellegrino limonata soda yes and the recipe will be it's really good it is really i really good. like the rosemary
1: it's kind of sweet kind of tar a little herbaceous yes
0: it's yeah. delicious it's great and it's beautiful that could you imagine if pretty. you like went to a party and saw people drinking this i'd be like i don't think i belong here it's too fancy for me. i would be like I found my people. <laughs> I'm home. I'm home. It is fancy, amongst... and it feels fancy
1: to garnish with fresh herbs. It really does. It's pretty classy. So, uh, so
0: that that recipe and the blackberry, or the rosemary blackberry syrup, simple syrup recipe will be on the our Instagram. Uh, happy hour gets weird. Um, okay, you want to get into it?
1: Yep, I am ready. Here we go.
0: Dun we- dun dun. <laughs> Wah, 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 wah. is that your scary movie soundtrack that you mm-hmm. just those yeah. are our fancy sound effects that's
1: actually our sound studio technician <laughs> get me some celery i'm gonna hit the table for karate chop well that's not really so i mean you could karate chop- karate <laughs> chops is part i'm sorry i've got to fire our sound technician she wants karate chops in our halloween episode halloween episode <laughs> every episode needs at least three karate chops we love this spooky time of year as you can tell so for the next few weeks our episodes will be a little spookier a little more haunting and always wonderfully weird before we get into it so we do not forget um, let's talk about our sources I uh, read a ranker article titled all the spooky evidence that rosemary's baby is in fact a cursed movie by Jacob Shelton and i also read a vanity fair article titled the most cursed hit movie ever made by a woman whose name was rosemary so whoa connections and i also um used wikipedia always did you have any other sources
0: yeah i um use the wikipedia page on the dakota mm-hmm. in the new york city and i also used the ranker article um, that you listed and also uh, com, and the article name is the famed dakota the lennon residence 1973 through 1980 it did not have an author listed okay so i don't know the author's name whoever wrote it was uh pretty great That it was a, it's a super really super fan yeah it was a nice article to read cool very cool um yeah all right well let's
1: get into it This episode touches on so many things that we love to discuss during our happy hours. True crime, the occult, yep, Hollywood, yep,
0: and even a touch of the devil himself. No pale, no. Or -hmm. herself. Could be her. It could be her, but probably like I said, I don't fuck with the devil shit, so I don't really like to touch on that. It's so funny that this is freaking you out. It is. I don't like it. I don't. I'm superstitious. I don't mess around with devil shit
1: well that's kind of how i'll be when we get to the alien episodes (laughs) so scary okay we will be exploring the curse of rosemary's baby in case that wasn't obvious by now if you are not versed on rosemary's baby let me tell you a little bit about it rosemary's baby was originally a novel written by ira levin levin was actually inspired by his own wife's pregnancy not that her baby was the child of Satan, just that his wife was pregnant and it inspired him. Do you think she's a little fussy, maybe? She was a little pissed off the whole time. Who
0: isn't angry when they're she pregnant? she was high maintenance. Maybe. I had, a, I had a friend, she was pregnant, and she used to, like, demand lemonade. <laughs> Dem- I wonder if her husband wrote a novel about her, being, her baby being the actual devil. <laughs> I Demanding
1: lemonade was... sounds so benign, though. I, when she told me, I was like... <laughs> Uh, gotta go (laughs) i demand lemonade (laughs) yeah
0: i would put a novel about her too so maybe ira's wife was like that
1: or maybe she's a nice lady maybe maybe her baby really was a child of the devil (laughs) i mean i wasn't there the novel was published in 1967 although on the dedication page it is noted that the novel was completed in 1966 as a nod to 666 the premise of the novel and the movie that came to follow is the horrifying tale of a woman who unknowingly becomes pregnant by the devil through the manipulations of her own boyfriend and their Satan-worshipping elderly neighbors.
0: Husband, by the way... Husband? I don't think they were married. I think they were married. Oh. Wor- worst husband ever. Worst husband he ever. was... Seriously... It, if her husband wasn't the devil... Her husband by the way his character's name was guy if he wasn't the devil himself he was pretty close to yeah he was the worst husband ever
1: yeah definitely um not winning any husband of the year awards Mm -hmm. over there before the book was even published william castle bought the movie rights the movie came out a mere year after the novel in 19 the 1968 film starred mia farrow john cassavetes ruth gordon Sidney blackmere maurice evans and was directed by roman polanski which i believe this was his american debut as a director reading the book now with hundreds of hours of horror logged into my memory banks the book and subsequent movie wasn't that shocking i had to put myself into the space of that time to really appreciate it when i read the book because i read the book first and then i watched the movie after um i was like really i mean i really knew everything that was going to happen but i had to keep telling myself you know what's going to happen because this book kind of laid the groundwork for so many future horror films and horror books does that make sense yeah so to me i wasn't like oh no to me it was blatantly obvious what was going to happen but it was still really well well written ira levin is a great author he also wrote like stepford wives I mean, he knows what he's doing. So at the time, it really was groundbreaking. So
0: like, if you were to hop in a little time machine and go back to 1968 and read the book, you'd be freaked out. Mm-hmm. But since you're kind of, in a way, desensitized, yes. you were like, mm,
1: child's play. Oh, makes sense. I would have read this in fourth grade. This, I did read it in fourth grade. <laughs> Weird. It's on my fourth grade reading list. <laughs> um, so as I said, I had to put myself into that space. Uh, to really appreciate it. The mainstreaming of horror wasn't the way it is now. Yes, there were older scary movies such as Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho, mm-hmm. which we talked about. Yeah. We're both going to kill him? Norman Bates? Yeah, he's dead for it's, sure. Yeah, we're going to kill him. He's a goner. Least favorite. Um, but the movie is really good. Rosemary's Baby really pushed the limits. It dealt in the devil himself, and to the American public, nothing could be scarier. And also to Cassie apparently. I
0: agree I second that apparently it's the scariest I it is the
1: scariest thing to I me. mean I think it's supposed to be the scariest if you believe in the devil well it worked
0: I'm scared of shit <laughs>
1: <laughs> it wasn't until 1973 that the Exorcist came out and my dad told me this I don't know if he was bullshitting me yeah. but he said that him and his friend went to the theater to see it and they thought that it was a comedy and it scared them sh- from the previews or from what they heard and they it scared the shit out of them
0: was that like a prank did somebody play i a prank don't on know him? they they might have been high
1: i don't know oh. it was 1973 okay
0: could you imagine if you go to the exorcist thinking it's a comedy he said he
1: heard that a girl's head spun around and so he thought it was like a joke
0: i guess in 1973 <laughs> you might think that's a joke i don't know uh I'm sorry, but I would have, like, PTSD. Well, walking in, you're thinking you're seeing a comedy, and it's actually The You exorcist. walk into
1: a movie wearing your bell bottoms with your flipped out Farrah Fawcett hair as a man.
0: A joint behind your ear. A joint,
1: joint in your ear. And in your lips. And in your lips. And, and in your, your pocket. sock. And your sock. And between your toes. You're watching this movie high as a kite. You come out, your hair is fully white. You're terrified. <laughs> your life is over. <laughs> uh. Rosemary's Baby was almost immediately considered a success by both viewers and film critics. The Catholic Church also condemned the movie for its parishioners, which I can only imagine strengthened its appeal. Yeah. Even today, Rosemary's Baby is considered a classic horror film that should not be missed. So what did you think when you watched it?
0: I loved it. I actually ended up loving it. was, um, it's just, I think I only like horror movies from like pre nineteen seventy. Because <laughs> they're not super scary. I'm not a... F- I am a chicken. I will have nightmares for weeks. We should watch a movie together. I don't and think And have so. drinks
1: and then talk about it after.
0: Okay, we could do that. Okay. Maybe we'll do an episode of that.
1: Maybe. Halloween episode idea.
0: Um, I...
1: I watch them, like, through my fingers. Like this. Because then it's like, I'm protected.
0: I don't watch them at all. <laughs> um, I am terrible. I actually loved it. I loved, um the cinematography and i really loved i mean mia pharaoh come on oh no what at doll um and mimi cast of it you loved her loved she's her. such a nightmare oh i freaking, how much did this chair cost i freaking loved her <laughs> i am her. And her gross food you know what i'm her i am her
1: i <laughs> you are not her you're tacky and a bad cook and also worship satan
0: minus the satan yes minus <laughs> the satanism 2 Um I really loved it. it. I really loved it. I recommend it. If you don't like scary movies, you but, probably aren't listening to this podcast. <laughs> but, um, if this is playing
1: at your youth group, please turn it off now. <laughs> Get an adult. <laughs> call uh, a grown-up.
0: <laughs> call <laughs> if, your mom and dad. Are
1: you in kindergarten? Turn it off.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, I really loved it. Oh, good. I'm happy that you liked it. I thought you would. And yeah. the um, music was... was perfectly eerily (laughs) beautiful. Mm -hmm. And Mia Farrow sang that, right? The intro, yes. Yeah, it was beautiful. All right, I'm happy you liked it.
1: The curse aspect of Rosemary's Baby might have ended with rumors on the movie set, as many Hollywood films are claimed to be cursed, and one featuring the devil and repeating Hail Satan would be
0: no exception. I'm I'm sorry not to say that. I'm sorry I had to say it i do not i revoke those words i do not do that <laughs> we don't hail satan did you really have to say it again
1: they say it a lot in the movie yeah, it do. freaked everybody out actually
0: yes yeah, i would say yeah. I quit. smaller
1: instant uh smaller incidents that were blamed on the curse happened to nearly all of the major players involved in the movie mia farrow was served divorce papers from sinatra on set And that was, he actually was mad because the movie ran too long, and he didn't want Mia working, and that's why he served her papers. So it really was because of the movie. I think he was kind of a dick.
0: It sounds a little um, dickish. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. Producer Castle had kidney stone surgery where he hallucinated scenes from the movie. Scary. Yeah. It scared the shit out of him. And author Ira Levins' wife left him the year the movie was released, all while he was condemned by the Catholic Church. However, today we are going to focus our discussion on what we consider the most hexed people involved with Rosemary's Baby. You can decide for yourself if the curse is merely fiction or if there may be some truth to it.
0: Ooh, spooky.
1: Karate chop, karate chop.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's our sound effect. Celery on the
1: table. Celery on the table. Wow, we have a great sound tech here. Such a pro. Professional. Professional. This is a DIY podcast. Drink it yourself
0: drink it oh hey that's good (laughs) (laughs) that's really good thanks thanks i like it i'm gonna bring celery next time for sure i'm chopping the table with it (laughs) for sure
1: (laughs) less than a year after the film's release tragedy struck the film's composer christoph comita was at a party with friends in los angeles the wikipedia says it was a drinking party so i can only assume that the author was 11. (laughs) (laughs) they said they said um, comita was at a drinking party oh you mean a party okay yeah comita was roughhousing with a friend mark lasco is how i'm gonna pronounce the last name i'm not positive
0: um yeah i saw that last name and i'm like ooh. yeah i don't even yeah
1: lasco playfully gave comita a shove which caused him to fall from the nearby cliff welcome to los angeles where all the nice houses are on cliffs Kamita's injuries included severe head trauma, which resulted in a coma. Kamita died four months later.
0: Okay, and what part of the movie did was Kamita?
1: Kamita was the composer. Oh, okay. Kamita was the film's com- composer. Okay. Yeah, so he did all of the music that you said was so creepy. Oh yeah. Oh, so he had a big part
0: in the movie. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, and remember how Hutch in the movie was in a coma and died? Yes, I do. Yeah kind of freaky yeah so yes so he was in a coma and died
0: just like really freaky yeah
1: okay you're freaking (laughs) me out because that's what they did to people they wanted to get rid of i know they put him in a coma and they died i know so also something that i want to mention um the friend whose playful rough housing resulted in comita's death um died the following year his death remains somewhat a mystery although many believe a mixture of drugs and alcohol were the cause
0: Maybe. and none of
1: the articles that i read about the curse mention lasco
0: okay so but that... i
1: feel that he too might have been touched albeit secondhand by rosemary's baby yeah because it's just kind of strange um both men died too young at 38 and 35 years old oh my goodness christoph Komita's death was taken especially hard in the film and music industries as he was considered a true talent
0: did he win an um an award for the score I think he might have, I'm not sure. I think he did when And if you
1: want to hear something that uh that Comita composed, you should definitely listen to that what Cassie was mentioning earlier. Um it's called Rosemary's Lullaby, and it is sung by Mia Farrow. It's at the very beginning of the movie, and it is chilling. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to that while I was writing and had to stop, like I had to stop it. Cause I was just listening you to that music so, and typing you it, was are so, so it. was so creepy. So scary. <laughs> it was really scary oh Oh, man okay so it definitely to me seems like comita was touched by the curse i just can't even imagine you're at a party and you fall off a cliff and die it is
0: and this was so weird is this a year after the movie was released so bizarre it was less than a year less than a year
1: okay it is just strange it is bizarre and i think that His death was what, like, people, like I said, had always kind of been like, this movie's cursed, or we're saying Hail Satan too much. Oops, that's three. Oh, my God. Oh, man, it's like Beetlejuice. (laughs) I said it three times. Anyways, I think that this really uh, confirmed to people, like, this movie is cursed. There's too much weird shit going on.
0: Yeah. I I agree.
1: So. The next person I'm going to talk about is... Roman Polanski, Ugh. the director. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know. I love these jumbo balls in our drink. I
0: know. They we have these giant ice balls in our drink. One less, and
1: less dilution, dilushing. Dilution. Am I just saying douching? Douching. <laughs> less douching. I, it's good though except for it kind of splashed me earlier but that's okay
0: it's beautiful too
1: all right let's get into polanski okay gross i know roman polanski is not someone to feel sorry for
0: no i don't feel sorry for him but the
1: tragedy that surrounded his life after rosemary's baby is one that still haunts hollywood and people around the world even today
0: yeah i feel sorry for everybody that ever knew him pretty much maybe it's actually polanski who's cursed i think it's polanski who's cursed. He's terrible. Oh, that's a good angle. That's a new angle. Mm -hmm. Uh, Conspiracy theory corner. Conspiracy (laughs) theory corner.
1: Roman Polanski is cursed. Okay. So, considering he was the director of Rosemary's Baby, perhaps it is fitting that uh, so much of the tragedy surrounded him. Polanski did not take the brunt of the curse himself, but instead people around him suffered greatly. Perhaps it was the curse. Perhaps it was a bizarre string of events. Either way, murder and mayhem will always be connected to Rosemary's baby.
0: Yeah, mostly through Polanski.
1: (laughs) Karate chop. Celery. (laughs) Table chop. Most people know the story of the Manson murders, but here is a very condensed version of that horrible two-day spree. Roman Polanski was married to young and beautiful Sharon Tate, In 1969, Tate and Polanski were renting a Los Angeles home once lived in by Stephen Melcher. That this bit of randomity led to one of the most gruesome murders in Hollywood history. Manson, who was an aspiring music artist before being an aspiring cult leader and asshole, had been snubbed by Melcher in a record deal. On that fateful night in 1969, Manson sent Tech Watson Susan Atkins, Linda Kasabian, and Patricia Krainwinkle to the Polanski Residence to totally destroy everyone. There were a few few friends at the Polanski Residence along with Sharon Tate, Jay Sebring, a noted hairstylist, Polanski's friend and aspiring screenwriter Wojciech Frykowski, and Abigail Folger, heiress to the Folger coffee fortune. Also, 18-year-old student Stephen Parent happened to be there trying to sell a radio. Roman Polanski was out of town on business. Like, we need to hate him more. Yeah. The Manson family members entered the Polanski residence August 8, 1969. Tex Watson murdered the young Steve Parent upon approach. Watson and the Manson girls entered the house, except for Cassabian, who was told to keep watch outside. Watson and the girls gathered up the residence, including an eight-month pregnant Sharon Tate. When questioned by his captives, Tex Watson replied, I'm the devil, and I'm here to do the devil's business. The victims were restrained. Sebring was attacked first, being stabbed multiple times. Seeing their fate, the others freed themselves from their bindings and tried to escape. I'm not going to get into all the details because this is not a Manson episode. We, were, we are simply exploring the idea of the curse of Rosemary's baby. Just know that no one escaped. There were no survivors. Two days later, the Manson family would strike again, this time murdering supermarket executive leno bianca and his wife rosemary before leaving they wrote a misspelled helter skelter in their victim's blood roman polanski never recovered from the murder of his friend's wife and unborn child he went into a tailspin although his following actions cannot be excused by anything polanski's drug abuse and alcoholism changed his life dramatically in 1977 polanski raped a 13 year old girl during a photo shoot that took place at jack nicholson's house interesting and also interesting that he was in our
0: in the um kiss mary kill yeah fuck mary 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 kill you're too pg (laughs) nobody's ever said that to me before
1: (laughs) So fuck you, Polanski. Polanski was arrested, but only spent 42 days in jail and ended up fleeing to France to avoid prosecution. Yeah, that's
0: pretty disgusting. Yeah, 42 days in jail fuck for a thir-
1: you rape yeah. of a 13 13- year you. old. You, because he was a citizen, he cannot be extradited, and the case remains open because of his fleeing the country. However, and because of this, in 2018, Polanski was removed from the Academy of Motion Pictures Arts and Sciences. Good bye for Roman Polanski. The curse is still reverberating even today. And good because he sucks. Yeah. But also it's horrible that everybody around him... Paid the price. Paid the price. So much tragedy. So many tragic things happens. And
0: it's just... I don't know. There's so many
1: connections. It's just very, very weird. It's very
0: bizarre. Wild. Uh, Okay, so do you want to hear about... The connections that I did, I do, and I
1: know that this blew your mind from all of the blow my mind text emojis you sent yeah, me. Yeah,
0: I was like, oh wait, and this and this and it's connected and it goes full circle. It, I was like, oh my gosh, my mind is blown. So, I um did uh, the another connection based off of the Dakota, which is the building that Ira based the bramford the bramford is the hotel building in his book he based the bramford off the apartment building the apartment building he based the bramford off an actual real life building called the dakota in new york so a little bit history a little bit of history on the dakota and i'm not going to really give too much because this isn't about the, the dakota Um, It was constructed over four years in the late 1880s, between October 25th, 1880, and October 27th, 1884. Seriously? Yeah, even spooky dates. That's spooky, and I didn't realize it was that old. Yeah, it's super old. And they actually called it the Dakota because when it was built in New York right there, it seemed like kind of way far out there, like the Dakotas so it was they named it like the dakota because it seemed away
1: from everything yeah it
0: wasn't um a metropolis that it is now
1: but the city kind of sprung up around it yeah i was hoping that you were going to say dakota was actually an ancient word for hail satan
0: really look it i just (laughs) dropped my notes okay you're freaking me out man um and i I looked up pictures of the Dakota, and you can also see it in the movie Rosemary's Baby it's so beautiful um it is beautiful and it was perfect in every way. It has like the looming appearance of like a medieval castle, but it's um like I would think in like Transylvania mm-hmm. and it's a it's really dark and gothic but beautiful, and it really has a tendency to this day to attract creatives um, yeah. of all over, like, all... I believe it. Um, uh, all, of all scopes. So um, in 1973, John Lennon and Yoko Ono had lunch at a friend's apartment on Central Park West. So the Dakota was built overlooking what is now Central Park. So oh, it's beautiful. really close to Central Park. There is a, a really cool picture of the Dakota, I think on Wikipedia. I'll put it on Instagram, um, of like an ice skating rink. Mm-hmm. And the Dakota's like up on a hill and it's oh, like all cool. dark yeah, and gothy. It's, that's cool. It's like really cool. Oh, I'm excited. I want to see it in person. So they went to have lunch with a friend on Central Park West. John Lennon was so impressed with the sprawling views of Central Park that he decided to move from the West Village over to Central Park West, which I guess is kind of a big deal. I'm not familiar with neighborhoods in New York, but the West Village is like, I guess, um, according to this article, it made it seem um, kind of like gypsy and like hip. Like the hip area. Hipstery. Yeah. um, And he loved the views of Central Park, so he wanted to move over. But the building that his friend lived in didn't have any vacancy, so he went to the building that was closest, happened to be right next door, the motherfucking Dakota. So, he went to the Dakota, and it is um, a co-op apartment. And it just so happened that Robert Ryan, who I'm not familiar with, but he was famous. I don't know who in he is. the '70s. Um, his he lived there, and his wife Jessie had just passed away. So Robert Ryan was moving out. Which wait, she died when she lived there? Yeah, I think. Okay. Um, maybe not in the building. But just while know. she happened while to be living. She, yeah. Okay. So Robert Ryan, after his wife Jessie passed away, he was like, I'm out of here. And it just so happened that Yoko Ono and John Lennon happened to have their assistant ask right at the same time he was leaving. So it was leaving. just perfect fate. So it was fate, if you will. Or or curse, if you will. Or a curse. Yeah. So, um, Yoko Ono and John Lennon moved into number 72 on the seventh floor. Okay. Um, they lived there happily. Um, I read in the article, this is it's like a side note, that John Lennon used to leave the building in a black cape, a Mexican sombrero, and sucking a baby's pacifier.
1: Just to be, like, discreet so people wouldn't notice him. Got it.
0: Honestly, I think he did do it to blend into, like, eccentrics walking down the New York City streets. I'm not really sure. That's actually what I wear when I'm jogging. Yeah. (laughs) Me, too.
1: I don't jog. I don't jog That was the joke I (laughs) I really do wear that, just not jogging.
0: (laughs) Um, So they lived there happily, and he would even um, practice in the basement... Um, his songs there, and guess what he wrote on the wall? What? Yes. No. Yes. What? Helter Skelter.
1: Shut up. Are you lying? I'm not
0: lying. I didn't know that part. I saved that for you. I'm so excited. I saved it for you. I knew you would like that. I so, do love it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so here... So, they lived there. They moved curse, in in curse, 19... Curse. Yeah, it is. They moved in there in 1973, and in 1980 on december 8th john lennon was assassinated in the entryway of the dakota hotel by one mark david chapman and mark david chapman quoted or referenced a book yeah uh, but it actually wasn't rosemary's baby no it wasn't
1: he was obsessed with that book
0: it was catcher in the Rye. yeah he
1: was obsessed with that book which is strange he's like an adult obsessed yeah. with a book that people read in high school
0: yeah weird um, so here's the connection that I found.
1: Besides the fact that it was at the Dakota?
0: Besides the fact that it was at the Dakota.
1: And besides the fact the Helter Skelter thing kind of runs throughout the whole thing.
0: Yes. Okay. Okay, so John Lennon was in a band, I don't know if you know them, called The Beatles. What? <laughs> okay. And they went They went to a retreat mm-hmm. and wrote the White Album. Okay. And on the White Album was a song called, named Helter Skelter. Yes. So... Mia Farrow is rumored to be at was rumored to be at that very same retreat, and John Lennon and Mia Farrow were friends. Oh my um, gosh! Okay, so were just hanging out. Helter Skelter, mm-hmm. John Lennon, the Dakota, mm-hmm. um, the Manson family, yes, murdered the La Biancas Yes, on the wall, yes, they wrote Helter Skelter. Yes, the Manson family are the ones who killed. Sharon Tate, yes, who, who was married. married to Roman Polanski, yes, who directed Rosemary's Baby.
1: Yes. It's all connected. It's a circle.
0: A big spider web of curse, curse. So I thought when I was researching this and it like kind of hit my brain, I was It's connected like
1: it's connected in different ways almost. It almost is like a spider web.
0: Because it it's really like they're is. all
1: connected, but then they're all interconnected, too. So
0: you have Mia Farrow and John Lennon. You have the Dakota and John Lennon. You have Roman Polanski, the Manson family, Helter Skelter, and John Lennon. Yes. It's just wild. Yes. And the LaBianca, the wife, her name was Rosemary. Yeah. I thought had, that that was a strange... Her name was Rosemary, and they had Helter Skelter written in blood on their wall. Yes which I thought was a
1: strange, strange little... Coincidence. Coincidence. Freaky. I have
0: goosebumps. Yeah, so that is crazy. Do you think it's a real curse? Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't really believe in
1: curses, but at the same time, I kind of think that if something was put into the universe enough, you can kind of like manifest it into fruition. Yeah. If you everybody was freaked out by the movie and then all this weird shit started happening and then they're saying certain things and they're acting a certain way on the movie and over and over and over Mm -hmm. I don't know it's almost
0: manifested into a curse
1: yeah like even if a curse doesn't exist if you make if you make it happen it happens I guess I don't know
0: or is it is it kind of like that um, seven seven degrees of Kevin Bacon how everyone's connected to kevin bacon yeah yeah is it the seven degrees of rosemary's i baby? mean maybe
1: it's just the human brain trying to find patterns and then finding a pattern and following it running with it
0: <sighs> i don't it, know is it cursed i don't know because the coma <clears throat> falling off the cliff going into a coma the helter skelter angle the dakota i mean it's just it's wild i don't know i think it's up to each his own to decide yeah i agree I
1: say um, our 12 listeners vote and then get back to us.
0: <laughs> yeah, actually, um, on our Instagram codes for this episode, vote. leave a, a comment if you think it's real or not. You can say cursed or not cursed. You can say whatever you want.
1: Uh, just don't say hell, Satan. Oh, my God.
0: Okay, I have a, uh, a new segment to bring up. It's called <laughs> Oopsie Fucking Poopsie, I Made a Mistake. Um, so this is Oopsie Poopsie, and last week in our Theranos episode, I read the book title by John Carreyrou as Bad Blood, and it's actually not the whole title of the book. It is Bad Blood, Secrets and Lies in Silicon Valley. So I just wanted to correct that and give the full title.
1: I also read the book and didn't realize that that was the full title.
0: Yeah, it's like, it has a, um, a colon. Oh. And, um i wanted to give it justice and read the full title so that's my oopsie poopsie good job i love saying that i know i know you do it was it was a joke but
1: she just ran with it oopsie poopsie segment
0: i'm not a pony in the circus it's very hard to have
1: drinks and have a conversation while being recorded
0: it is it is kind of hard
1: Okay. We so. should just start recording all every conversation we have and then just clipping all the best parts. Highlights reel.
0: Oh, that's a good of idea. Of ourselves. That's a good idea. And It's super, like the most narcissistic thing i ever... Super narcissistic, ever... I was going to say. Because um, we're so
1: good in our element, in our natural element. Just drinking and talking. Just drinking and talking and...
0: I'm an Olympian. If that was a sport, I'd be an Olympian. If that was a sport, um, I'd okay, be a so judge. Okay, we, we... so... <laughs> Uh, are we doing a raise the bar? I think you have a good one, right? I do have a good one. Okay, right, so we're I gonna. This is it. raise the bar, and I'm gonna. I'm coming at you with something a little different this episode. I did actually a dessert bar, and I love it. Yeah, me too. It's it, time of year for treats. Yeah, and it is cool. It is in. It's called Cake Bakery and Cafe. It's a dessert bar. They also serve mimosas and locally brewed beer. It's in Grass Valley, California. Yay. So if you're ever up in that little mining town of Grass Valley, check it out because it so is cool. So cute. It is, and they have it decorated super spooky for Halloween. Like they have um, those like run down candles, like the wax candles. Oh, I so love that. have like dripped everywhere. They I have love like, Halloween decorations. Yeah, they have like lanterns and... Um, zombie hands, like severed zombie hands, are holding down their napkins. Oh, like, that's so it cute. is cool. Um, I went in there and had a decaf latte, which was fabulous. And it was the end of the night, and that was like my dessert. But they were kind of closing up shop, and they were they offered me a cardamom pear scone, Ooh. and it was fa na na. That sounds so good. It was. Phenomenal! It was delicious. Oh my gosh, I have to go. It was so good. So that is Cake Bakery and Cafe. Cake Bakery? Cake Bakery and Cafe in Grass Valley. And it's in an old bank vault. It's like in an old... Oh, that's cool. Bank, bank vault. It's pretty cool. And they serve mimosas in... Um, Lovely craft beer. Did I say that? No, I want to go. Stop hanging out with your husband. Just hang out with me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You don't
1: need to go places with him. I know.
0: He didn't even get a coffee or anything. I was like, Oh, you're so boring. I would have
1: gotten a beer and a coffee and a scone. I
0: know. I'm like, Give me all the scones. (laughs) Um, That sounds amazing. It was cool, and they do serve like sandwiches and quiches, and I think they probably have brunch and stuff. If you're ever in that area, check it out. It's it's amazing, and the staff was great. I mean, so, they gave me a free scone. I, yeah, that's
1: all you really need. I know. What more could you ask for?
0: Winner, winner, scone dinner. Scone dinner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it. That's it for this episode. That wraps it up. This so, was a pretty fun and spooky one. Are it we going to. Do you want to tease what next week is? Yes. Okay,
1: you go, you go. No, you. You're, you're, you're good at teasing.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Is it better to be a cock teaser or a cock pleaser? Oh, both. Both both i'm both i would we should ask uh,
1: <laughs> what's the guy we're gonna marry hannibal Lecter. <laughs> um okay let's do a tease and a please from okay so of I'm, next week's episode you do it
0: okay i'm going this is a professional tease no it's not professional <laughs> i'm terrible okay we are gonna do a ghost story a ghost story. two ghost stories. two ghost stories and we're going to surprise each other so you're going to get our reactions so we're going to do a ghost story next week two ghost story I'll do one and you do one and we'll bring them both I'm excited
1: I tried to have her tell me what hers was and uh-huh. she refuses Mm-mm. she promises they're not going to be the same
0: they won't be the same So I'm going to make
1: you go first and then I'm going to say oh that's
0: mine Okay <laughs> um, What
1: was the thing you say masturbate
0: yes just masturbate (laughs) that's
1: it no what's your motto again oh masturbate masturbate that's the motto hydrate
0: (laughs) meditate masturbate that's it that's in no particular order
1: in all in in reverse order
0: in reverse order (laughs)
1: yes (laughs) we can't wait
0: till next week we're very excited all right guys thanks for listening and if you made it all the way to the end you're our new favorite listener (laughs) you are definitely weird (laughs) (laughs) cheers to that cheers to that